to Rogue Squadron. To the friends we've lost. The battles we fought. And the utter fear our return will bring to our enemies. Tonight on Rogue Quadrin. I don't have anything to say after that. <laughs> Every oh, no. time. Yes, off, off to a great start. Every time I forget how the Saiyan squadrons go. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Season 6. Is this Season Wait, is this Season no. 7? Yeah. Season, season 6, big. Mission 8. You have stepped into a time machine. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> I treat this as the last episode of the season. Yeah, that makes more sense, actually. All right, I did last time we Maybe. did this. Doesn't matter. Okay. What's up, okay. listeners? Welcome to... <laughs> X-Wing Solo Command State of the Squadron. There we there. go. Woo! I'm sure you all missed us over our little break, but now we are back and ready to remind you Party. of that book maybe you read last time, maybe you didn't, doesn't matter. Um, before we jump into X-Wing Ice Hearts Revenge. So in case you did forget our hosts, if Danny Rogue Six was a Halloween meme... He would be the person in the turtleneck and jack-o'-lantern head dancing in the graveyard. <laughs> oh my god, he would be. <laughs> I, he, wait, one of my friends dressed up as that for Halloween, and Danny, you need to do wait, that. But why? Just because. Why not? He's just so happy with his dancing and his pumpkin mask. I don't know. It just it suits it you. It just feels right, all right? Yeah. It These feels... are things that just feel right, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll take it. I ha- I have another good one for Danny if you haven't picked it for anyone else, so come back to me. Let's wait to the end, yeah. Heath, Rogue 3, would be on... He would be where everyone posts two pics on Twitter with their September 30th, October 1st spooky and not spooky pics. Yep. (laughs) Yep, that's... I've already done that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's very... (laughs) Already did it. Saf Rogue 7 would be how everyone on October 1st is suddenly a super aesthetic witch. <laughs> yes. Yep. And Except I'm Saf Meg... is always a super aesthetic witch. Yeah. And I'm Meg Rogue Leader, and I'm obviously the meme of putting Tober at the end of anything you want to during this month. <laughs> As proven birthday by month. Then it's hashtag Megtober, and this actual episode will actually be premiering on my 30th birthday. Yeah. It's also potty time. It's also Brian Tober next week. See, look at all those Tobers. Oh my god. Danny Tober the week after that. Ugh, what a great month. Stop. So it's just Rogue Tober. Rogue Tober. Oh (laughs) (laughs) Rogue Tober. Obviously, you might hear some voices that you recognize that are not normally on the show every week. So tonight joining us, as always, is Nancy, who would be that small black cat with the bat wings ready for candy. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> That's I actually, really good. I actually said that I need to do that to Maz. So uh, we'll, so we'll see if that happens or not. <laughs> and Brian, who would be a think piece about horror movies and social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Brian is going as a 250 tweet thread on 
<laughs> why horror films are problematic. Oh, I love it. I love it. You should dress it's up so like good. that, actually. That would be an amazing costume. It would be really good. <laughs> I am gonna, yes, I'm going to dress up as a 250 tweet thread for Halloween Perfect. this year. It's going to be great. Okay, Heath, what was your other one for Danny? There's a kid who's who is like being interviewed on TV news who's dressed as a ghost or something, and all he does, he looks into the camera, and the only thing he says is, I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> Have you seen that? No, that sounds amazing. No, but that kid should be president right now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I'm gonna find better it foreign the, policy than we're currently getting out of our administration. So. Look at how many turtles I bet we'd save. Oh, he's dressed as a zombie. Hold on. I'm going to drop it in the chat so you can all watch it. But this is absolutely Danny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe none of you have ever seen this. Sorry. I've seen it. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> it took me like four years to discover Dat Boy, all right? <laughs> Dat Boy is so important to your life now, though. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, Danny. Of course. Is this is this Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I like how she just rolls with it, too. She's like, all right, that was work yes. for the zombie kid. Now, back to you. <laughs> a professional. Seriously. She, in, in her mind, she's like, I'm about to go viral on the internet. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Well, anyway, anyway, speaking of turtles and how great they are, (laughs) I don't really have a question about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. But like, are we are we excited for it? The Last Jedi. Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. They're going. They're going in unexpected directions with this one. (laughs) Oh my god! I don't know what's happening right now. (laughs) Do you ever? Fair. Not on this show. Do you have a question of any kind, Danny? Yeah, like, are you excited or what? Like, oh, okay, yes, great. Let's I talk about Solo Command. Excited. This movie, wow. I, I do not care about the last Jedi at all. I'm Should sure. Ta- oh, Should we take. talk about like what we want from the trailers, or I want more Finn. But... Since we're yeah, probably getting one that. on Monday, that's what she said. If she were a shark, yeah. <laughs> oh my <And> god. <laughs> I just want my space boyfriend Poe to smolder at the camera a little more. Yeah. Well, yeah, looking at that, I'm good. I want a front-facing shot of Luke Skywalker. Great. I want Very it. easy to play. <laughs> I want some B-wings, so they're probably not in the movie. I want them anyway. Yes. Give me the B-wings. I want the trailer to be narrated by a porg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should get. Oh, I no, should I don't get want a porg. I want I want it to have one of those Oh sorry. I want BB ninety in it so bad. Oh. Oh yes. Is yours with you right now? It is in my lap, yeah. Okay. Wow. What what if BB nine E is in the same shot as the space horse? Oh I would be so Oh my god. What if the space horse is chasing BB nine E? What if BB nine E is riding the space horse? Oh my god. I would literally die. Too much. Too much. It's way too much. That's so much. (laughs) (laughs) I want... So I want the whole trailer to have, like, trailer voice guy narrating it. 
Like, in, in a, a world. world. Yeah, that guy. Like, all throughout. <laughs> in a galaxy. The Jedi are gone. The Jedi? Jedi? What is it? The Jedi. <laughs> the Jedi guy, are gone. That guy is, that guy is dead. the last shot is the cabin of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and the Porg turns up to Chewie and goes, how did I do? And Chewie goes, Arr! and that's the end of the trailer. You thought the Jedi had returned. <laughs> but no. it's time for the Jedi. But the galaxy was mistaken. I don't like this at all. Oh my god. Can one of us please, like, when the trailer actually comes out, please just record this over the top of it? Oh no. Absolutely. <laughs> I accept the challenge. Good. Especially if you also incorporate My Heart Will Go On. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've been known to do that from time to time. <laughs> Only from time to time. <laughs> The problem with the the in world guy the in world guy is has sadly passed on, so they need to have him re- replaced by Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <Just so Yeah. laughs> the Jedi are what? Our what? listeners don't get this joke. We have yeah, never explained don't. this joke on the podcast. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Certain things that happen at celebration stay at celebration. <laughs> Clearly not, because we're rolling with it on the podcast. <laughs> So yeah, well, there will probably be a trailer next week, but maybe not. No one knows. We all deserve it, obviously, but whether we'll actually get it or not is another question. Yeah. I just can't believe they didn't unveil it on the Star Wars show today. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People don't get sarcasm. I, I, got, I got that that was sarcastic. Just that was a joke, everybody. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Funny. It does sound extremely salty. I mean, I said it, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. I guess. <laughs> let's let's let pop us, the guest. Let's, let us remind you of things that happened, and we did, in fact, read a book. What is this? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, someone added something to show notes. I didn't see it. All right. Great. We're ready. So, a lot of things happened in this book. This was a really dense book. Um, but we definitely have to start off going over who our wraiths-ish are. Um, and I say ish because the first one, of course, is Commander Wedge Antilles, who is not really a wraith anymore, um, but is just the leader of these, like, four squadrons and, I guess, the rest of Han Solo's stump fighter pilots um, doing his job. Yeah, for a book called Solo Command, Wedge did an awful lot of commanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a book called Solo Command, Han Solo was a little MIA. Yeah. <laughs> Where did was Han? Command <laughs> Solo, though? He did. So Wedge was. Oh, so there's like a double meaning? Uh, it has layers. Boring. <laughs> it has, it's it has Han many Solo's layers. Command, but it's also a. Solo. Solo command. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I hate puns. I get it and I hate it. <laughs> you, 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 I hated this series. Yeah, then. Aaron Olsen was a noted horrible pun maker. Like <laughs> people would groan and throw things at him at Dragon Con. He was so bad. Made the worst puns. Amazing. It's not a pun. But he also jar. used. He always used to live tweet. Uh, so you think you can dance? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I missed him. That sounds great. Yeah. And in this, although he is promoted from lieutenant to 
Brevet Captain um, Garrick Face Moran didn't actually do as much in this book as he did in the previous one. But he was still there and still doing a good thing. Um, but definitely was a little bit more on the back burner. Yeah, he right up until he we made something terrible happen. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> he, did, he didn't disappear as much as Kel did, which was nice. Like right. we still he got to check just, in like, with him. Totally disappear. Like and he Kel's had like an actual character yeah. arc throughout this book, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And he he turns out to be at the end of the book. You know his his promotion sticks, and he proves himself to be a worthy leader of this ragtag group of dum dums. <laughs> everything works out great. So he did a good job. Pat on the back. Yay! Uh, the ever complicated Wraith Two, Laura Notzel. <laughs> we'll just, just talk about her later. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that I called it that. Staff would really like her. I do like the slightly traitorous ones who aren't actually traitors. <sighs> but everyone likes Laura. She is adorable. Like she's really hard not to like. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and then there's a bunch of characters that we don't really hear from. Like Tyria Turkin. Wait, you skipped, oh, you skipped one. one. You skipped oh, one. Sorry. one. <laughs> How could you skip me, man? How could I skip Min Bronos? What's up, bro? Probably bro. the character that we were most surprised about. Yeah. Yep. Yo, yo Min, 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 Min. What's bro. up, bro? Bro. 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 It's, bro- like, it's like they have to fill a bro quota in these books, a brota, uh, if you will. Brota. And it's just oh, like, oh, with, with oh, uh, Corin oh. gone and with bro gone, they're just like, all right, we got to upgrade men to full on bro. With literal bro Jace gone, they had to make someone else. Well, I mean, Corin got have... to just a pilot, so they needed another bro. Right. Now, <laughs> now, I, now I have this mental image in my head of Aaron Alston going into the Del Rey. Um, <laughs> offices to edit his book and they have like one of those thermometers on the wall and it says like <laughs> broda on it <laughs> filled in a certain way and they're like dude you need more bro it's it's just not bro enough like you got to make one of your characters more bro like all right i'll write this scene where min donuts basically Fine. tells lara that she's gonna fall in love with him great is that bro enough for you <laughs> did, I, did i meet my broda <laughs> Like make him like clueless it. in the scene afterwards, and then we'll be good. Good, good news, he's no longer dead inside. Bad news, he's a bro. <laughs> I don't like him as much bro. anymore. Yeah, I miss dead inside. <laughs> I liked him when he was dead inside. Now he's just a bro, yeah. and I'm like, well, no, I mean he's yeah. still kind of oh, dead no. inside in the second half of the book. <laughs> yeah, but now he's just a dead bro. He doesn't snipe <laughs> enough. Like, what's the point? Like Seth, I like my like him better dead inside. All right, I like my dead inside guys quiet and sniping stuff. <laughs> God, oh boy, <laughs> Roy suitors out there. At least you, at least you know your type. That's what that's what's important here. Yeah, that's good. Proud of you. <laughs> Pr- proud of you for that. All right, okay. So Min Bronus, and then we go to a lot of people who were kind of there in this book. Um, Tyria Tarkin and. Kel Tanner were sometimes mentioned. They were just making out behind the scenes the entire they time. They were just like in love the whole time. Yeah. Like, How dare they? Like you would just like Min and, Min and Laura would be having their scene and the camera would just pan over and they'd just be like feeling each other up behind a chair somewhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look how stable we are now. 
<laughs> Look what a healthy relationship we have. Yeah, we effing know. <laughs> and just as Wedge goes by we, and pushes, we talk over. about our problems now. <laughs> we got oh. the third base and we didn't break up first. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh my! Oh jeez! Oh gosh! Um, everyone's favorite. By everyone, I mean Saf's favorite. Bohas <laughs> Runt Equish. Do it, Saf. <laughs> I love Runt. It's, Saf, you're going to be the life of parties for the rest of your life, just so you know. <laughs> just... Oh, oh, this is going to happen next celebration. I'll make sure yeah, I, I do this in real well, time. I, I, I was just going to say that Saf doing Runt is going to be the life of Celebration 2019. <laughs> Strangers oh who you have oh. never met or heard of are going to come up to you and be like, hey, hey, do the horse thing. Do the horse thing. No. Hey. 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 Hojas. Hey. Hojas. Hey. Hey. Do it. Do it. Remember that time. (laughs) I'm so excited for future books. Oh my gosh. Remember that time Hojas was on fire? (laughs) That was so badass. It was super on fire. He was not only a literal horse person, but he was also literally on fire. That's it was a rough, rough day for Hohas Equish. <laughs> Let's see. Dia was there sometimes. Um, <laughs> not really. She not got really to dance. <laughs> she got to dance with Face once. I think that was in this book. <laughs> she was alive nope, that was definitely events. last book. Oh, great! No, because remember, but the course aren't charm signaling. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was oh. this book. She got to dance this book, too. Gotcha. Not the prom, though. Not the prom. She has been dancing, and she's still alive, which is a plus. Great. Thanks for yeah. staying alive, She's got that on Lujane. <laughs> oh! oh. oh. Rude, Danny. Wow! Danny! You're right, though. She does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Piggy, so Vort Sabingring, um, had kind of a story in here kind of it just kind of petered out at the end when yeah. they almost when they all got set on fire and everybody was dead already hey, so piggy. yeah he like he was relevant to the whole story but he yeah. wasn't present to to like be a part <laughs> yeah. of his relevance yes yeah. agreed agreed uh shala nel nelprin who got a promotion in this book i'm pretty sure and she killed Captain Neckbeard. I think that was the most important thing that happened. <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot for these guys to do this time. Uh, of course, everyone's favorite, Wiz Jensen. He accidentally mooned the <laughs> yes. entire squadron. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That was yeah. so good. What? That was his character-defining moment. Yeah, oh, much. He's so great. Uh, I don't know if that's his character-defining moment. It's not. It no. <laughs> it is so far. Until now. Worrying. But, um... No, the uh, the the moment when he when they're on fire and he jumps out and uh, I think there's like some there's some like reflection on him about how like how like angry he is and that's what he that's what he, the like the murderer part of him looks like. Oh yeah, and, and that was when I like started getting all hot for his chance. <laughs> yeah, I I I thought his best part was when um like the one page. Where he sees Shala run towards yeah. Neckbeard. And so he starts running being like, I guess we're doing this. And gets <laughs> off five shots and five kills. I think that's yes. my favorite. 
and good. and also his uh his convo with Min is wonderful when he's oh, yeah, literally was... jumping on the bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would call that his character like, defining moment. <laughs> he's good. And the only new wraith they got this time, which was not a slicer, <laughs> was Elisar Tarragon. Yep, that was definitely oh. a character. Oh, Elisar Tarragon. That was a character we definitely got. Definitely a character that was in this book. <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. <laughs> he too was alive during the book of these during the events of this book. <laughs> he did not cause any problems. Um, uh, yeah. You know what's really notable? <laughs> I don't have to play the in memoriam music for any of the characters in this book. Oh, is that Whoa. true? Well, what? any of the raids. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Wait, we yeah. finished reading the book. What? <laughs> no, I just like it because you guys were all suspicious about who was going to die. And we Gee, secretly, I wonder why. We were secretly yeah. laughing. Gee, I, don't I know wonder why. who would have put those ideas in our heads. I, I, I wonder what behavior would have caused us to be... A little skeptical. Mm. But Meg is right that there's worse fates than death. I told you. Uh, you are IRLing that survivor gift right now, and I'm not having it. I'm yes. not, yes. not going to do it. I haven't used that in a long time. I said good day. <laughs> I will hang up this call. You guys are so good. Good job, kids. Great. Well, the end. <laughs> Those are the rates. And we do have some notable New Republic friendos, of course. Um, I'm going to... The first one, because because Heath, um, <laughs> is that Tycho is actually in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Not enough. He does get shot down at some point. So there yeah, is. so just extremely nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, just a couple heart attacks. It's fine. It's, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. Um... Also, who really shined in the limited amount he was in this was Lieutenant Noir Van, Ace Attorney. Yes. Ace Attorney. Yep. Love it. Okay. If LucasArts still existed, I would demand that they did a crossover with whatever company does the Ace Attorney games and make a Noir. Right. <laughs> It'd be so good. Who would be the Gumshoe and Edgeworth analogs in this, though? We'll find them. Don't worry about it. Yeah, his um, his the comeuppance with gas at the end is it's so satisfying, so good, <laughs> so good. He has been setting her up this whole time, and he's uh, she's he's great. Noiravan is a total Slytherin, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. And later on, he becomes uh, Luke Skywalker's lawyer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> In the of course he does. Life. In the divorce. <laughs> no, his wife died. Remember? That's I'm so bitter. Why would I remember that? I've never read the book. Yeah, I hello, spoilers. <laughs> Just me being bitter. These are books we're definitely not going to read. Yeah, you're never going to read them. It's okay. Hey, I'll get there eventually. Nah. <laughs> Before <laughs> or after the heat death of the universe? <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> after. During. During. <laughs> <laughs> Not <know>. uncoincidentally. <laughs> it is the death. <laughs> oh, worst. Well, all right. Well, I guess Han Solo was also there. 
but also his trusty sidekick Chewbacca, who like wasn't there on any official capacity, but still Han always made him work, and that was kind of rude. His official capacity was to punk the enemy constantly. Well, yeah. <laughs> like he was just like, there so that Han would have someone to be like, I'm gonna make you kiss my Wookiee. So rude. Yeah. Well, we have very little to say about General <laughs> Solo. It's, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're I like, real excited I about really the movie like... coming out next May. <laughs> as you can I'm tell. Han in this book talking about how much he doesn't deserve Leia. That was, yeah. that was great. This is, yeah, I'm with you there. Brian, this is your favorite Han portrayal, right? It it actually is my favorite Han portrayal because it portrays Han as, a, as someone very cognizant that he is Subpar. Uh, he's with someone who is way out of his league. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I thought it was great. Um, shout out to Captain Onoma because Mon Kalahari and has to deal with Han Solo all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing yeah. great. Proud of you. Uh, Squeaky was there. <laughs> Most importantly, Squeaky wore a Han Solo's face skin mask, which oh. was amazing. terrifying. <laughs> I just want to say skin mask again. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I well, hate that, was, that word. That so was much. definitely a thing that happened and it was weird. The best droid in this, however, was Tonin, king of the mouse droids. Tonin, my buddy, my little buddy, you're the best. Tonin replaced Min in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) And probably in Lara's too, so you know. Oh, that's that's accurate. That's fair. Tonin's a little player. (laughs) Tonin's great. Tonin was like, seriously, without Tonin, I don't think Laura could have, well, both in the way that she probably could not have actually done it. But I don't think she would have had the emotional strength to get through it without, like, someone there for her. Yeah. And it made my, like, droid-loving heart so happy to have this part of the book in there. Yeah. yeah. And that we had resolution that Tonin was safe. And um, Tonin would go, like, help her if she needed it. And that was, like, even more, ugh, how could you do I'm this, so Aaron? I'm so happy. Yeah. That was great. And um, special shout out to my girlfriend, Flight Officer Dorset Conair, Polar Armstead. <laughs> Dorset is awesome. I'm sorry. She's got a tattoo of a star around her eye. It's amazing. Oh, my God. That's so attractive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, fun fact, I'm potentially the only person in fandom to ever utilize Dorset Conair in fan fiction. So I, I can't look up like Dorset Conair times reader fan fiction. Probably not. No. I'll get on it. I will fill that void. <laughs> yep, that's me. Okay, I guess there's some other people in this book. Uh, Warlord Gabor, which was fine. Uh, General Melvar, who I hope died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Velar, who I don't think died, but that was fine. He's pretty normal. Um, Captain Neckbeard <laughs> definitely died. Very did. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Etta Gast got exactly what was coming to her. So yes. good. And Pasty Face Ensign Gatterweld, which was a dark horse that no one saw coming that we actually truly enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> he died, right? Uh, he, he's in the same. He was tied up with Jennifer Melvar at the end. So. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess if Melvar lived. He went then... to the Pasty Face up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. so, a quick brief briefing of this things that happened in this book uh we started out with jart 
And really, that's all you need to know. Like, Shark. Yeah, no, shark. this is what the you end. need to know. There is, there is a Korean beauty line called Dr. Jart. Oh, my God. Why are you just now mentioning this? I didn't realize it until I got Sephora, like, email in my box today that was like, try these beauty favorites. And one is called Dr. Jart. <laughs> I'm glad Jart survived no. that and went on to start a beauty line. <laughs> I oh, lost Jart. It. I like was at my desk and I just lost it at work. I was like, Jart! <laughs> oh no. It was great. But so Warlord Gabor was brainwashing a bunch of people in the New Republic, and he specifically targeted alien races to cause division when they forced when they were forced to remove all the members of alien races from like active duty in the military or probably some a bunch of other things. And it goes against what the New Republic has promised. So he's bringing them down from the inside. Um, but of course, Wedge foils all of this plan by being smart and finding out secrets as they do. And everything in the end turns out fine and they stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that sure was a very short thing that <laughs> happened and didn't really cause that many issues in this book. Jart died. <laughs> I mean, Jart died. That was sad. Oof, it it could have been a huge problem, but... Yeah. But Wedge fixed it. Yeah, And it was a very good plan on Melvar's not Melvar, uh, Gabor's part. <laughs> yeah, it was a good plan on his part. I'll give him that much. It just didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Not all plans work all the time. Do any of your listeners remember that his name is actually Zinge? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably I not. don't even remember no, that. I, I sometimes forget. <laughs> I sometimes read the book and I get to his name and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> we'll, we'll get some listener responses that say like Zinge. And I'll be like, what are they talking about? That's probably your greatest. Oh, right. right that's right. probably your greatest contribution to fandom is changing everyone's names. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Porn went out for you, kitten lore mat. <laughs> oh, His name evolved. Cool. It was beautiful. So the Wraiths end up to go investigate the bin ring plant on Safalor. <laughs> Saf. Warlord Gabor by this time has already cleared it out and set a bunch of traps, including turning one room into just a fire pit. Where the wraiths were therefore set on fire, yeah. um, but survived like champions and killed everybody while they were super injured. Yeah. And also still yeah. on fire. That was such a that was such a great set of chapters. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah. Face because of Coruscant <laughs> charm signaling, which I really <laughs> want to know more about. Um, figures out who Lara really is. And he accidentally tells everybody about it by not switching back to private comms um, when he's trying to like, hey, Laura, stay behind and don't go with the group. Min, hearing this, loses it and tries to shoot her down, only injuring face and like maybe was about to shoot Tycho. This is such probably my favorite scene in the, in the series. It's... And face messes up. <laughs> It, it is well it's just so like everything just goes wrong and it's just oh, like no. oh no oh no oh no <laughs> it's so oh no it's like when you sang a text message to the wrong yeah. person yeah like, <laughs> it's unsaid there so um so when i was in college i worked at old navy uh which i'm sure everyone knows what old navy is but just in case we have international listeners who don't it's a clothing store it's a place to go buy cheap jeans yeah thank you and, i did assume it was like like military themed <laughs> <laughs> no it's a clo it's a clothing store so they um the the 
associates all have headsets on to to chat. And uh, one time I was in the back room talking to someone about like, I, I don't I, I, I it was it was something embarrassing. And someone came in and was like, um, you're live right now. <laughs> Oh, oh no. no! So that's what I imagine this is like. Oh, so no. I want someone to like run in and be like, "Face, face, face your life on the con." <laughs> oh no! But yeah, it's so good. Uh, let's see. After that, Laura escapes and goes back to Warlord Gabor to offer her services. <laughs> They don't trust her, but she's smart enough to know that and works around all of their extra security protocols. With the help of Tonin, <laughs> once again, in the mouse droids, they go about sabotaging Iron Fist. Tonin enjoyed being king of the droids. Tonin felt purpose, and it was good. That was such a good beginning Tonin. of a chapter. <laughs> the analogy oh. of Astromex being puppy dogs just continued hardcore in this book. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> Back on the board, whatever Hans ship's name is, I already forgot. Doesn't matter. On Ramonda. On Ramonda. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow, nerds. <laughs> uh, Wedge makes men put his boot on the table. <laughs> they talk. They try to hash out some problems. Mano y mano. Um, and basically they come to like Min needs to be cleared by the doctors in order to ever fly again but before that he needs to learn how to emote and uh, of course he ends up going to Wiz for advice mainly because there's literally no one else he can talk to he's asking career advice from a nine year old (laughs) (laughs) and it's a great scene great scene I've linked you guys a picture of me with my boot on the table right yes (laughs) As it should be. I'm yeah. I'm not tall, and Bria always feels bad as about making me do that when she sees the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, we wedge smuggles in <laughs> Lieutenant Ketch, um, or an Ewok that they will an Ewok that Tycho freed from an exotic pet store. I'm really because sorry, Tycho- Danny, but you. F- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You're not what? yet. I'm just explaining the booty part. We'll get to that. We'll oh, get... sorry. I take it back. Trade us later. Trade us later. <laughs> so, I need that cap for posterity. Wiz <laughs> gets roped in to Ewok feeding duty to catch feeding duty. And when the first time that Wedge is showing him how to do it, they discover that the Ewok is missing. And they can't find him anywhere. And at one point, cleaning solution gets dumped on them. And Wedge orders Wiz to strip, which I'm sure happens a lot. (laughs) So Wiz is naked with, like, compost spread about his body. And ends up in a room full of the rest of the wraiths. And he finds out there was no catch at all. It was just an elaborate ruse. (laughs) I, um... Yeah, this 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 scene is is so so great, and I just I love the idea of Wedge being like, "Oh, he thinks I I won't do a prank." <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Revenge was beneath him. I think is yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay. You still think that, <laughs> sir? No, sir. <laughs> Don't yeah. get into a prank war with Wedge Antilles, lest you get in an escalating prank war that you will lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the good thing is Shala compliments Wiz's booty, which A plus. I and imagine he's got a fantastic booty. He probably does a lot of squats. I mean, there's anyway. a there's a couple uh, Rogue Squadron comic panels in which I'm pretty sure Wes is in a swimsuit, and he's got a pretty fine booty. Nice swimsuit edition. Well, I guess back to the actual storyline, um, kind of because Warlord Gabor's fleet starts to amass. <laughs> And they all have really aggressively sexual names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. Like Chains of Justice. Wow. <laughs> it's a little it's a little too much. Um, but now I guess we understand the provocateur and the nightcaller a little bit better. He's channeling his like sexual frustrations into his ship names, I think. It's, like <sighs> that's one way to do it when you have a fleet, I guess. Now I'm picturing him in that stupid Fifty Shades of Grey meme. Just oh, replace no. replace Grey with Warlord Gabor. Well, must must that's we? Great. Um, I totally skipped over that there was a bunch of space battling now, but there's a bunch <laughs> of space battling stuff. Yeah, space battling. And gives gives Han Solo and Wedge the tools to take down Warlord Gabor's fleet, and everything goes great. But Warlord Gabor brings in that, like, black box of doom. I already forgot what it was called. doesn't matter. Second death. That's what it was. He brings in second death, and he tricks everybody. Because when he explodes second death, they all think it's the Iron Fist. And he jumps to hyperspace. So the New Republic thinks they're all good. But we know it's not true. Um, But unfortunately, we don't know what happens until the next installment of that thrilling adventure in the courtship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys need to ramp your expectations Way down for courtship. Oh, they're down. They're only going up. They're down. (laughs) Okay, no, they're not down far enough yet. (laughs) Dig deeper. I mean, you'll you'll enjoy it if you know what to expect. It is not an Aaron Alston book. But it is trashy. That's all I need. It is really trashy. Super trashy. Yes. Well, I guess back to normal life. But the rates... (laughs) are no longer part of Flight Command. They're now with Intelligence because the Elder Kraken was very impressed. As far as we know, the key players of the squadron go along, except Wiz, who goes back to the rogues, as well as Min, who, even though he does get a call from a Kearney Sloan telling him he can find her on Corellia. Slane? Yep. Whatever, whatever her name is, it doesn't matter. This is Rogue Padron. <laughs> I just don't want people to get her confused with Grand okay. Admiral. That's actually very fair. Um, maybe maybe it's because I was reading Aftermath for once. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? How far did you make it? I think I'm on like 40% or something. Wow. wow. I'm honestly impressed. I can get through like 10% per workout, so... It's going slow. <laughs> and then it's the going book slow. What? Never mind. Oh ignore me. The book ends <laughs> with Wedge and Han on a date, and that's where it is. <laughs> Good. So overall, is that it for the wraiths? Is that how their story ends? Do we miss the rogues? Are we happy with how the wraiths did? A plus? Wait, are we going back to the rogues next time? Yes. Good, Aww. thank God. I miss Tycho. <laughs> I like the right. I mean, that's... <laughs> I like them too, but that has generally been my prevailing You You do realize going back to the rogues mean you're getting a bunch more corn again. <laughs> Saf, maybe Aniri Forge will get to it's say some it. words. 
Yeah. <laughs> or Damn, what's her face? Like, didn't even get that. Much, what's though. what's what's his face? His girlfriend who never said things. Dia. Everything. No, not theory? Dia. No, not. You said faces girlfriend. No, no everything. Faces, wrong one. Uh, uh, Noara Venn's girlfriend. She likes to stroke his oh, brain. Oh, Rosati. Rosati. That's the one. <laughs> Maybe she'll say words in this book. Uh, I think she'll just stroke more. <laughs> I think that might be her lot in life. It was a bad time for a polls, Meg. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, she can text message. Well, <laughs> you guys can can you know make yourself feel good by knowing that when you finish Azard's Revenge, you will then have the best book of the series, Starfighters of Agibar, which has yes. a lot of Tycho Heath. Good. Finally. <laughs> oh. I can so okay. I can tell him the yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, EU history time. Yeah, it's Nancy's EU history corner. So I think Solo Command came out in I think early ninety eight or ninety nine, and that was right when the Bantam era of books was ending, and then it got turned over to Del Rey, and they started the New Jedi Order. So there are. Four books in the New Jedi Order that are kind of rogue books and kind of wraith books because Mike Stackpole wrote a duology and it's about Rogue Squadron. Shocker. It's good. Yeah. It is good. really good. And then Aaron Olsen uh, came in later and wrote two books that were uh, featured Ray Squadron. And that one's really good. And that's really good. And Wedge is in those too. So A plus. Um, so uh, Luke, Luke and Mara go on a mission with um, Wraith Squadron. So I love it. Uh, so but other than that like that's really kind of all we got of them like they were mentioned in like the big law the legacy of the force and fate of the jedi series but they weren't like featured um and then at celebration 2010 they announced that aaron olsen was going to be writing another race squadron book and fandom collectively lost its crap because uh, i mean it was it's been it was 10 years since the last X-Wing book came out. So the book came out in 2012, uh, right before that celebration. So Aaron Olsen was a rock star guy. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone was super excited. It was the first, you know, X-Wing book in how many years. Everyone was super excited because it was the return of the race. We get next generation race, um, which is super exciting. <laughs> and um, as of note, to the people in this podcast, and I asked Meg if I could tell you, reveal this, and I, I can. Um, oh the, my god! The lead protagonist uh, is of it, Mercy Kill. Is it, wait, can I predict? Yep. Yeah. Is it a child of? No. Cap- no. no. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wait, you sounded so sure. <laughs> it is. It is. A child. <laughs> it is. I didn't finish. It's even better. It's better. It's build up. It's killing me. It's. Mathematics professor of Wurt Sabingring. What? <laughs> Whoa. Good. Wow. Wait, and mathematics professor, that's so good. Yes. An unexpected turn. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's what you have to look forward to with Mercy Kill. Now we know he doesn't die, thank God. Well, there's no further books with that. <laughs> hey, he could have like been brought in just to die. Okay, I don't trust that's, anybody. That's accurate. Those yeah, accurate. I, yeah, that was kind of an NJO thing. But yeah, happen. like no, no one kind of knew. Like we knew like certain characters were going to be in it. Like, um, I, yeah, I won't tell you who. 
yet. But we that knew like, yeah, that, that person was going to be in it. Um, and Face shows up. So, you know, that's cool. But I, we, Aaron Olsen was like the second person we interviewed on our podcast. And we asked him, like, we were asking him about Mercy Kill. Of course, he couldn't tell us much. And we said, who's, who's like the lead character? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. I want you to wait. <laughs> and then we read the book and we're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> Danny, we thought you would be very excited about that. I think Danny passed out, actually. <laughs> like, his dream, like, every time he talked about wanting to see Piggy do a TED Talk, I was like, well, like, in the background, being very excited about that. Personally, I was hoping he'd be a biology professor, but I guess I'm okay with <laughs> oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> oh Danny. He's a mathematics guy. He it's was perfect. Doing hyperspace yeah. So, like, yeah. Let's read. Let's read. What's this one called? What is it called? Mercy Kill. Let's read that one next. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have to read all new Jedi Order first. Oh, I have that no. title sounds like there's sadness. <laughs> Mercy uh, Kill. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is no There's sadness. There's no sadness. But I I have this image after reading that book of Piggy wearing this je- this corduroy jacket with leather <laughs> patches on the elbows and it just makes me happy. Yeah. It's such a good book. I wish he was my professor. Yep. It's a good book. So yeah, I might have actually learned maths in that case, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Gamorian. <laughs> Ah, oh, beautiful. Well, where are we? Here we are. Also, before you read Mercy Kill, I have to give you like a literal entire podcast length synopsis of uh, all the EU up until then. No, we're reading New Jedi Order first. No, don't make them do that. <laughs> it's we've we've it's already it's yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. we're gonna insist that we recap Legacy of the Force and Fate of the Jedi yeah, for them. You though. don't want that stuff. No, we're not because you don't need that, that in yeah, your life. We're not doing that. Check in with us 15 years from now when we finish New Jedi Order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Crucible? When does that come in? Ugh. Okay. Yeah, and there's like 30 <laughs> other books, like Children of the Jedi. I'm I, real excited about Children of the Jedi. I heard in the, Race Squadron. The Crystal Star. We never got a slicer. <laughs> I, I heard Crucible's a must-read. Oh my gosh. Meg, move on. Dark Nest trilogy. <laughs> F the Darkness trilogy. Um, Correct. Crucible, Crucible Padron. Would you stop with Crucible Padron? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get kicked off the pod, buddy. <laughs> Jedi Academy. Campfire. I actually love the Jedi Wait. Academy, so that's me. Well, uh, last time I asked if we'll ever get a slicer that wasn't a POS. The fact was that we did not, uh, because the new person they have, they added, was not a slicer, and so they just gave Laura the job, and then there was nothing for her to slice, and then she had to leave. So yeah, we'll, train her up, we'll train her up on the job, right? Right. It kind of changes the whole context of the book when you put it like that. Yeah. She didn't have like, a job, so she just left. She didn't leave because of her betrayal <laughs> to the rebellion. She left because there was nothing to slice. Right. Like, she was what bored. she supposed to do now? Um, and then the best con <laughs> in Star Wars history, Lieutenant Ketch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Bless right, Lieutenant Ketch. Well played. Now, Dan, now you can curse all of us. <laughs> My favorite part is that Lieutenant Ketch is real. Yes. And that. Yep. That's a good part. <laughs> <laughs> and that. Colot. I love Colot. Sass Colot voice almost made us drove, drive off the road. 
Sam's Colot voice is the best. Yep. So good. It's really good. Oh my gosh. Like from here on out, if there's an alien, it's just Sam. It's Sam. Yeah, it's Sam. Like Yeah, I've I've accepted this at this point. The, the Saf, other three of us can take the human characters. Saf gets all the aliens. Saf, start practicing your Akbar now because I can tell you this is a tough crowd. <laughs> this is a really oh, tough Akbar. No. I Danny, just because your Akbar is Yoda on meth doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> If we ever get Yoda, Danny has to do it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, but we have to tell him it's Akbar, I think. <laughs> oh, wait. Do we, what if this Yoda sounds like Akbar? Yeah, my Yoda sounds like me and Nub. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, has the three of those characters just mixed up. <laughs> oh, no. Colot um, survived, and that's what's important. And Colot yes. lived forever. Extremely also important. I just love that the whole thing started with like an offhand comment by Wiz Jensen, and then like, right. like, and and we were like, "There's no way this becomes a thing," and the characters are like, "There's no way this becomes a thing," and then it became such a thing. It's the biggest thing, right? I love it. I lo- it can't, and it's all oh. a metaphor for Ker- for Kearney, Laura, whatever her name is. <laughs> That's what Ben calls her as well when he meets her for the first time. <laughs> Lore, whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. So I guess we should probably talk about Baron Sunterfell because surprise, that was also not Baron Sunterfell. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Uh, so, so infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> he was so mad. It was right there in front of our fa- hot faces the whole time. <laughs> Tetrid Cowl that ass. Like, why would they mention Tetrid Cowl so often? Well, this is why. I mean, I, I didn't think anything of it. So I was like, well, of course Face the Actor has a rival. Like, of course he's always bringing him up. It, like, <laughs> right. it didn't occur to me that, oh, well, it's be- he's also a relevant character in the book. Yeah, they're, they're foreshadowing something. They're literally <laughs> doing the thing that we were doing to them <laughs> with, with us. Yeah. And Meg said I can tell you about Baron Sutterfell. Absolutely. <laughs> Only because... He doesn't show up in any of the books that you're going to be reading. So. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want you to wait and then never find out because that's what happened to fandom and it sucked. So, Brian, you can also help me because you you know more than I do. Uh, I okay. So, Baron Sunderfell was created in the X-Wing comics by Mike Sackpole. Um Around this time, Mike Sackpole, Aaron Olsen, and Tim Zahn were writing a bunch, were writing all their books and we're sort of like exchanging information. They would they were story grouping. They were story grouping with each other. Story group. Yeah. So they're like, <clears throat> "Oh, I have this character you can use or can I use this character blah blah blah." And t- uh Tim I think needed a pilot for the Hand of Thrawn duology that he was writing at the time. So he ended up using Baron Sunterfell and him and Mike like came up with the whole backstory of this character and who he was and like what he was doing. And then at, when Aaron was, went on to write race squadron, they were like, Hey, like, can you use this guy? Because he's going to show up later and we want people to, you know, kind of like wonder where he is. And yes, we want to get yeah. this name dropped yeah. now. So yeah. they're thinking about it. So, um, so the, the so basically the, the, the short version of the story is that, uh, Fell, defected to the New Republic after um, Endor, flew with Rogue Squadron for a while, and then just basically disappeared. 
and that's why Wedge has been looking for him. Um, and although there is a specific reason Wedge yeah. is looking for Baron, he disappeared Phil. with yeah. the, his sister, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. Yes, yes. So um, he that. So uh, Baron Felt shows up again in the Hand of Thrawn books. Um, he, uh, Mara Jade is investigating this like pirate's nest and she gets shot down over a planet called Neroan. And um, Luke Skywalker goes to rescue her. And <laughs> I like how I had to clarify what Luke, Luke was. Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> that that particular Luke. Is it the slightly bigger one or the slightly, yes, one? slightly bigger one? He's okay. better at rescuing. Oh my god. So uh, you can they... fit into smaller spaces and rescue more people. <laughs> so um they, they they are actually um it's uh a fortress called the the hand the hand uh empire the hand of Thrawn fortress. Um and it's like basically Thrawn has set up like his own like extension of the empire out in the unknown regions and it's called the empire of the hand and basically building up uh defenses for all the awful things the galaxy has in the unknown regions which later on becomes the basis for the yuzong vong invasion so uh basically thrawn recruited fell to come out into the empire of the hand and uh so he then that mystery is solved in those books the really frustrating thing is that this gets completely dropped. Um, uh, Jagged Fell shows up in the New Jedi Order. He is <laughs> Baron Fell's son. Um, so he is, is Jagged because he goes by Jag for sure. Jag. He has the best oh, name, but Phantom occasionally referred to him as Captain, Captain Cardboard. Cardboard. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, but, Fandom, like there's drama around this guy, right? In Fandom? Yes. Yes, I've heard so, of the yes. Jag. I've heard of the Jag Wars, the Jaina Ship Wars, which is its oh, own Jaina podcast episode. So important to note that Jag is Wedge's nephew, um, and Jag comes to the New Republic during the Yuuzhan Vong War and meets his uncle for the first time. Um, you know who doesn't like come to the New Republic? Suntir or you know Wedge's sister. Um, so they spend like the whole war, like never meeting. And even though people like Luke and Mara and a group go out to Chiss territory and meet with Baron Sudrafell, um, <laughs> they don't meet. Um, there's like 20, like close to 20 years later where there's some peace and a lot of not peace. Um, Wedge still never meets his sister. 43 years after the Battle of Yavin comes around, Jaina finally decides to marry Jag. Um, they have a wedding. Guess who's not mentioned as being at the wedding? Jag's parents. So, oh my god. They ne- Wedge never met his sister <laughs> in the entire EU. And that is one of the reasons I'm not upset that Legends <laughs> was scrapped. Because <laughs> it was the most infuriating thing as a EU reader. I wrote fix fic for this. <laughs> so yeah, fix, it's fic. What's that? Fix you, fic is fan fiction. You, you that, fix something that should have yes. happened, and you, okay, you fix a glaring problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it was just infuriating that they they never had him meet his sister, and there was a book that was uh, when it was first announced, they called it Holostar, and everyone thought it was going to be about Sial Antilles. Um, slash wins the Starflare, and it wasn't. 
Um, and said it was about some white dude. Yeah. Everyone was really excited. Like, oh my God, is, you know, is there going to, you know, is this going to be out? When's that? No, it wasn't. So yeah, never, never met a sister. Never met any of his other nieces and nephews. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Not that we're better or anything. Oh, and also Tim's on a Mike Zackpole write a whole novella about Thrawn. Oh, it wasn't a novella. It was a full novel. No, it was a novella. Was it? Yeah, okay. A full novella about Thrawn recruiting Fell, and uh, it was never published. Yes, it's still sitting on Tim or Mike's hard drive somewhere, yep. unpublished, never to see the light of day. Yep. Wow. That's intense. Yeah, it sucked. (laughs) Especially for poor Wedge. (laughs) Well, the EU can stay where it is. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Erased from our memories. The (laughs) EU was really mean to Wedge. (laughs) It was. I bet Sword of the Jedi would have had Sunterfell in it. We haven't even gotten to the part where Wedge's daughter (laughs) takes a shot at Wedge's X-Wing and she doesn't even realize it. Uh, Wedge has a daughter? Yeah, hold up. Hey! I thought we already talked about that. You did not. Talk about the money chances. I am extremely doing the surprised white guy gift right now. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, honestly. Who does he have a daughter? No, I don't want the answer. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Is it hot? (laughs) Yes, it's hot. Uh, I feel bad. I thought we already spoiled that it's one. It's okay. It's, not, it's fine. Oh no. It's so fine. They don't know the important part of it. I'm still blinking at you. <laughs> what <laughs> even? What? what? Now we haven't we haven't spoiled the important part. Yeah, it's fine. We're good. All right. So uh... <laughs> Meg is Meg is very eager to move on <laughs> from this conversation. Great. Right into the Wraithmances. Um like like we said before, Kel and Tyria are there just being gross and like happy the whole time, which how dare they? Um, and I guess Nancy has some info about that. Yeah, because you said I could tell them because yeah. they don't get they don't get mentioned anymore either. That's correct. Uh, so Kel and Tyria get married. Uh, they have kids. One of them is Doran, who is a or Duran. I've heard it pronounced different names. What did how did Aaron, Aaron pronounce it? Duran. Duran. Do they have twins and call them both Duran? No. That would have been been something that he would do. (laughs) Um, But no, so um, he, Kel actually shows up in the New Jedi Order and we learn that uh, Tyria did um, become a Jedi. She, you know, took Luke's advice and shoved it uh, and is kind of like traveling around the galaxy with, with, with Duran, um, and then um on tour what <laughs> she's on tour with duran yes <laughs> so, see, this is why i say doran <laughs> but um, that ruins the joke i know <laughs> so um you know if he ever uh, did something with kip they'd be duran duran oh god Brian. Oh. Oh. hello I photoshop hate, i hate you <laughs> So, um, later in Mercy Kill, when we were trying to, like, when we were getting, uh, like, character lists, one of the characters that we we found out was uh, Jasmine Tanner. And people were like, wait, what? They have another Jasmine. kid? Yeah, Jasmine. Because they they only had one kid. Like, like well, where'd the other one come from? So, Aaron came up with this huge headcanon. 
Because that's the kind of author he was, that he made headcanons for his actual characters. That uh, during the Yuuzhan Vong War, they basically split the family up so that one side would be guaranteed to survive. Um, like, he was inspired by families in the Civil War. Uh, so, Tyria went off with Duran, and then uh, Kel would kind of, like, I think Jez- I think Jasmine was with her other family. But, um, so yeah, they were all kind of separated so that if anyone anything happened, the family would continue, which is horrible <laughs> and sad. Um, but then uh, Jasmine uh, trained with the Interior and Rangers and followed in her mom's footsteps and her dad's footsteps, kind of. And uh, it's really cool. Like, you, uh, after you read Mercy Hill, however long that may be... <laughs> There was a very awesome podcast of Aaron Alston describing all of uh, all of his headcanons about them. But it's cute. They have a cute family. And Well, that was a way know. to learn that Jasmine doesn't come back as a zombie. No. Calamari. <laughs> I was very confused about the fact there was a Jasmine in the future. Yeah, because he names her after Jasmine. That is really cute. The, the pilot he couldn't save but yeah. tried really hard to. That's really yeah. cute and not at all what I was expecting. And of course not. <laughs> and I forgot Duran is actually was his dad. Wasn't that his his their their actual their last name before yeah. he changed yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I like them a lot. And I love that Tyria like was like, Luke said I can't be a Jedi. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, stuff it, Luke. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Was Luke uh, like was EU Luke always a jerk or was this just like a one off weird instance? He got progressively well, jerkier as certain yeah, people but, wrote but him. But this was this was early, like so. This was before he like formed the the Jedi Academy. So like he, I, I, I will, I will give him the benefit of the doubt because he was very like he was very worried about training people. Yeah, know? he was oh. he was really looking for like a Padawan. Yeah. who was like probably like him, like already strong in the Force or like pretty yeah. easily um, there. Mm-hmm. Not someone who he had to like really start from like complete scratch with. Yeah, and the well, great- and how it was framed in Wraith Squadron is Luke, what kind of was trying to let Tyria down easy that you yeah. might not be cut out for this. Yeah, but like you know, then she kept training by herself, and then he, you know, like you know, promoted her to Jedi Knight, and um, she it, it was it was really cool because she was never like she showed up later on in, in other books as you know, as one of the Jedi, but she was never portrayed as, like, super strong in the Force, but, like, that wasn't a negative for her, you know? It was just, you know, she wasn't as strong as other Jedi. But it was fine. Yeah. Like, if it if it was, like, Luke at the time in which he started the Jedi Academy, she would have been, I think, welcomed with open arms to, like, come and study with him. Yeah. I think she yeah. was, I think she had popped out Doran then, so yeah, I think that's probably why she didn't go. Yeah. So, let's see. Um, we already kind of covered Face and Dia that they are together and they danced a little bit. That's all that happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And, there's... of course, there's Minbronos and Lara, <laughs> I guess. Lara, <laughs> Gara, Kearney, whatever. Whatever. Yep. Who cares? Bronos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were, you thought Min was a bro <laughs> and Lara was like, fine. I still want to smooch you, even though you're a bro. Uh, but then he then he went nuts, and yeah. Uh, then she had to leave. Then she apologized. 
And he was like, well, I've resigned myself to loneliness forever. <laughs> Who among they- us? <laughs> I, mean, I sure have. Um, this is my high school memoir. Yeah. <laughs> I've resigned myself to loneliness. <laughs> Same. Um, so then Wedge and Han on their date intercept a message from Kearney to Mr. Bronos. Um <laughs> Saying that she's back on Krillia. Meg, and... please. Mr. Bronos is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and fine. Lieutenant Bronos. <laughs> you know, she's back on Krillia and she's going to wait for him. She's going to be there for a couple weeks. And, you know, she's got a couple people for him to meet. And, you know. People, quote unquote. Whether... <laughs> Whether or not he comes, you know, she just wants him to be happy. And um, and that's all we get. We don't know what happens after that. Or but do we? Death, or so. do we know what happens after that? Because Min is off leading his best life. He's going to join Rogue Squadron, right? Uh, yes. Min is in Rogue Squadron. So, uh, so yes. Min gave me permission to tell you this, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> wait. I don't want to know what happens with this. Don't tell me. You literally... Okay. In fact, you should leave. <laughs> Because no! you literally don't find out. Yeah, you. Okay. It only it only resolves in an offhand mention in one book. Yeah. In Legacy of the Force. Yeah. Okay. I'll listen then. So people had been asking that question: What happens to Min and Lara? But they don't show up in any of the books. And in Legacy of the Force, uh, there is a mention of a uh, shuttle. A, a shuttle piloted by Donos Lane Excursions. What? Wait, because her name's Kearney Lane? Kearney Slane. Kearney Slane. Kearney Slane. That's it. Mendonos. Dono Slane Excursions. Oh, I see. Ugh, they combined it into one word. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> one of those people. So, yes, that, and that is the that is the, the reference we get. And, um, yep. So, yay. Turns out they got together. Yeah. Turns yeah, out they started a business his name. together. Wow. <laughs> or she died a tragic death and he named the shuttle company after her and he's living out her legacy the best he can even though he's dead inside every day maybe the Ewok just killed him I like that version I like Danny's emo version I can I can confirm that's not true <laughs> that's all I'll say bring back legends bring back Colot <laughs> would not do that no Colot is wonderful don't talk about Colot like that maybe he got hungry it's fine <laughs> yeah, you can't deny a creature its natural instincts. Colot has probably better food choices than Min or Lara. Yeah. That's true. I They're mean, probably Kearney. both very slender. Yeah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a Wedge and Han romance, but we'll wait until the listener questions for that, because that <laughs> explains all of that. Although my favorite part was um, me, Brian, and Nancy getting DMs from Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, made me so and happy. I was like, what? Colot? <laughs> Why did nobody tell me? And then it was like, what? Tetrid Cowell? <laughs> and then, like, a few minutes, like, sometime later, then, what? Why did no one tell me how it was your dating? <laughs> <laughs> all in a row of Danny being outraged at us. <laughs> I mean, my, we really my... did spend seven books, the three of us, just kind of building towards this outrage. I mean, there's some stuff in the next book that I've been building, too. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Wink Gavin. 
Yeah, Finger you gun. had me really worried there. Um, so I will never have no idea. I will never not be worried about Gavin. <laughs> Always be worried about Gavin. He is a soft boy. <laughs> uh, let's talk about our favorite Wraith moments. Wraith, Wraith-tober. 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> From the month. And so it doesn't have to be from this book necessarily, but but what's everyone's favorite Wraith moments? Um, definitely Rent just organizing a prom and Wedge being yeah. like, what is happening right now? It's it's got it's gotta be prom for me. Prom was just yeah. like yeah, so good. I mean, even though you guys ruined it, it's up there again. <laughs> it's up there again. Oh, okay. We didn't ruin anything. That scene okay? that we made so much better. It's up there again is is mine. We brought yeah. some some lightheartedness much, much to the levity scene. <laughs> yeah, but then we got sad because we were thinking about how much Aaron Olsen would appreciate that. <laughs> we got sad again. Oh my god, Aaron would have loved all of the mockery you did to these books. Yeah, he would have. We mocked it Aww. out of yeah. But yeah, Tom, uh, Tom's death is definitely mine. I guess mine outside of Saf's Colot voice. <laughs> <laughs> It's right? <laughs> oh, I don't like horses that much, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's <snap>. fair. <laughs> they're scary. They're just—they're so big. They really scare it's me. So big. They're so big. <laughs> but I think I had the most fun doing all of the scritch, scritch, scritch. Um, <laughs> Aww. So when like Face and Ton were up to shenanigans was like always my favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked um, Min's character development in this last book, um, but just I like the role that Wedge and, and Wiz played in that. Like I liked the the boots on the table scene and the jumping on the mm-hmm. bed scene. Like I I just I liked I thought those were all really poignant and also like funny. Yeah, I agree. I Wes Wes is one of those characters. I'm sorry, Wiz is one of the characters who doesn't get a lot of uh, attention. But um, he he's really great in these books, and then uh, in Starfighters, he's he levels up in Starfighters. He's wonderful uh, in that book. And you also meet more, have more a hobby in the next book, and Starfighters and hobby is also great. Yeah, because in the next book we go back to the Rogues. So, are there Yay. any ideas about what Icehard's revenge will be? <laughs> um, <laughs> she's clearly just. <laughs> pissed about everything <laughs> Why, so, would you be? it could it could be a wide variety of things yeah, yeah pissed about a lot not the least of which is the fact that she's dead i guess <laughs> yeah that's yeah. something i'm questioning is it like something she set up that when she died it would like trigger or something i don't oh like aftermath style yeah kind of like that Yes, is it some dead man switch or something else? I'm so worried that that it's going to be like Icehart's cousin's roommate's hairdresser. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Or like a clone of Icehart. Yeah, I'm not here for anyone other than the original Icehart. I swear to God, if there's a clone, I'm quitting. If it's her (laughs) daughter or something, I'm going to be mad. I will leave this podcast if it's a clone. (laughs) It better not be a clone, seriously. That Great. silence Good is idea, not helpful. <laughs> not helpful. Great idea. Oh, dear. Wait. Hey, we've already spoiled enough today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's you guys fair. aren't talking about it anymore. 
um, and so we are very excited. I'm looking forward to doing Ice Harvest Revenge with you folks. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, so oh it'll be the Rogue general, holiday special. Yeah, in general, Rogue Padron-ness, Um We actually got a listener email, um, which cool from Jared. <laughs> And he says, hey, Rogue Pod, I've got a question for State of the Squadron, mostly because he wants Nancy and Brian's input on it. So you got an okay, email. Pause. I, I love that, that he waited until he knew they would be on. Like, you know they have a podcast for themselves, right? Like, we did our, several, actually. Our recurring guests received an email before we did. If it makes you feel better, we never get any emails for our podcast. Okay, well, but you now, get you're gonna, for say, now you're going to get an email for us. <laughs> I would like that. Hey, the next time you're on Rogue Padre, can you ask them this, please? <laughs> hey, talk hey, to uh, radio I, listeners if there's any overlap here. Send us some Rogue Padre questions. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I see you're nearing the end of a book, which means Brian and Nancy will be on soon. <laughs> so I've got this question for them. Yeah. yeah. So Jared wants to know um, about the formation of Rogue Squadron uh, because we've read like seven books and we don't know anything about it. And so he wants to know of any like stories or tales that tell more about the formation of it. Well, okay. <laughs> Strap it. <laughs> this is you actually. Don't, you don't need to tell the story. Just give him the recommendations. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's, let's keep it under three well, minutes here. The, the problem is, is that there really isn't a definitive story. Here's there your answer, a, Jared. <laughs> there, there isn't a definitive story, and what is there contradicts itself. Yeah. But the, Bring the, back the, legends. The, the general accepted idea is that it was created by Luke and Wedge, uh, by, by Luke, and then, you know, Wedge was also part of the formation. Was a, fa- was a founding member. Basically, after Yavin, there was, you know, they kind of combined several groups together uh, the, yeah to the, the remainders of red squadron and a couple other squadrons yeah um, i think it was renegade best, yeah the squadron. best uh rogue flight and renegade flight yeah the best of those two units became rogue flight which then became rogue squadron yes uh which flew through the battle of andor and endor rogue squadron renamed itself red squadron mm-hmm. uh just for that battle and yeah. yeah, there's really no, I I don't remember any like books or anything that like depict it. There is some stuff in the comics. Um, the the old rebooted Star Wars comic um, had a kind of a tale of the reformation of Rogue Squadron that contradicted a bunch of stuff, and I know people weren't fans. Um, but um, yeah, that comic was not good. Yeah, but it's speculated <laughs> that the not um, good. Yeah. It's speculated that the current Star Wars comic will be delving into that time period. Yes, so the next major arc on the mainline Star Wars comic, uh, it from the sounds of it, will be delving into canon's creation. Yeah, because they talk about, you know, you can't really do much with Luke, like, becoming a Jedi because he doesn't, like, know a lot. But you can focus on his military background and, and, you know... uh, so many people are curious as to, you know, does Rogue Squadron name itself after Rogue One? And it basically, they kind of insinuated that Luke learns about the, you know, the team at Jeddah and is very affected by that. 
And what would he name a squadron that he creates? <laughs> so I think we're... Oh, this I is think news I, to me. This is yeah. awesome. We Do might have to revisit some comics on this podcast one yeah, day. Yeah, I, um, I have yeah, not had the main lines. Finally get over our Poe TSD. Oh my God, Danny. That was bad, Danny. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Tonight is dad joke night on Rogue Podcast. I might have to talk you guys into reading the last major Poe arc, though, because it is very X-wingy in the best of ways. Yeah. So yeah, um, keep out for the for the next um, the the next arc of Rogue, uh, of the mainline the, Star Wars yeah, comic. Because I think we, I I hope I I'm crossing my fingers that we will get that, and they will remember that Luke was the leader, and that then Wedge took over. So there you go. That's your answer. Beautiful. Thank you. That's a good answer, Nancy. Thank you very much. So I hope that helped you out, Jared. I'm sorry we didn't have any book recs. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's. It. I. I. That's one. That's a book I always wanted in Legends is the formation of Rogue Squadron. That means, that means you literally never got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, if you are looking for some more Rogue Squadron stuff outside of the X-wing books, go pick up Luke Skywalker and the Shadows of Mindor. Yeah. Also the comics, which I haven't read. <laughs> sorry, Jay. <laughs> sorry, Jay. All right. Should we get to the discussion question from from our last show? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Google is being weird and won't let me sign out of Rogue Pod and get into my account. What? Hold on. I turned the light on. It got dark while we were podcasting. <laughs> um, well, we have to answer the question, right? Yes, we do. While yeah. I'm looking. And while I'm looking, the last question was to describe... Han and Wedge's date night. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a fic. (laughs) Yeah! I'm so proud of you. And it is at the bottom of the show notes. And Nancy, you said you wanted to do a dramatic reading, so... Oh, no! (laughs) All right. Nancy, do you want to be Han or do you want to be Wedge? I, um... I'll be Han. All right, Brian, (laughs) you're Wedge. Nancy is Han, Brian is Wedge. Oh, no, Brian is a better Han voice. Okay, so I'm Han. (laughs) Nancy, okay, you're wedge. and Danny, you narrate. You I'll got try it. Get this out while you read that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready. Watch. Han said, Han. "Should we try that again?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I Don't was ruin this. Di- I was reading the dialogue tags too. I should not. Let me try. Again. Come on, Han, get it together. <laughs> Watch, Han said. Han looked to his left, noticed Wedge was distracted, distant. His eyes darted from object to object in the periphery, unable to focus. Watch what? But Wedge knew what. Of course he did. Han wasn't a subtle man. He'd try to be, but his intentions were always clear, and tonight, Wedge knew General Han Solo was intent on impressing Wedge Antilles. The light show. What else? Han's habit of defensiveness used to be jarring to Wedge, but he'd grown used to it, grown to love it. Wasn't it good that a man would quickly stand up to defend what he believed? To defend what he loved? All right, all right, I'm watching, said Wedge, and relaxed. Let himself collapse next to Han, all four of their eyes glued skyward. And then it started. Lights of every color, from every direction, in every shape Wedge could imagine. 
They intersected and collided and evaded each other. They exploded in brilliant flashes, creating an entirely new color palette. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it, Wedge said. No, they don't put light shows like that on Karelia, that's for sure, said Han, sliding closer to Wedge, his left hand making its way under him, brushing the small of his back through to the other side, hooked around his waist. You're right. Wedge shifted farther to the right, into the body next to him. It's unlikely we'd ever see anything like this back home. Just don't tell me the odds. He shifted the rest of his weight right. <laughs> oh my and god! That's so cute. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god. <laughs> Amazing. Good job, Heath. Well done. Thank Heath. you. Well done. You get a glistening Bodie. Heath gets the glistening Bodie tonight. Heath definitely gets the glistening Bodie. Yep. Oh my gosh. I can't go after nice. that. Yeah, okay, I can follow that up. I'll follow it. So, uh, Wedge and Han get snow cones. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't kidding, I guess. Staff, when have you ever known me to kid? Never in my life. Mm. Um, I think Corellian date night involves Han and Luke taking turns, <laughs> saving, and then making out with Luke. Wait. 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 You got the wrong guy in there. Wait. Wait. What did I say? Wait. What did I say? I'm distracted from you. Han and Luke making out with Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Strike that. Reverse it. Han and Wedge taking turns saving and then making out with Luke because they save his ass all the time. And he's I think always you really meant what you first said. I know. Do you know, <laughs> do you know that gif of Finn and he's like lifting weights, but it's Ray on yes. one side and, and Poe yes. on the other, and he's kissing yes. every time he lifts him up. I'm imagining now it's Luke, but it, with Han and Wedge. I'm fine with this. Han and another Luke. <laughs> it's Luke lifting Han and slightly smaller Luke. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is you. You bought, you've invaded my brain with the two Lukes. That's why Amazing. I blame you guys. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, well, I said that Wedge borrows Akbar's wave skimmer and takes Han out on a warm, oceany planet where they watch the sunset, sip some brandy, until Wedge takes him out swimming when it's dark and guides him into an underwater lagoon tucked away inside of a cave. And they float on their backs, fingers loosely entwined as they watch the stars twinkle back in the water. Damn, girl. <laughs> I have a really angsty ending for this, but I will not share no, 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 you should you share. You must share. Well, okay, so they end up, like, going back to this, like, grotto hotel, like, beautiful <laughs> castle inside of a giant shell. And um, then Kiss the Girl starts playing in the background? No, and so they... That'd be awesome, but no. <laughs> thanks, you remember. Um, and so they, like, make out a little bit, but when, like, Wedge kind of tries to push it farther, Han stops him. Um, because, like, that's the one line he won't cross, um, because he is waiting for Leia, and, like, he's doing this. He loves Wedge, but not really in that way. Um, so as Han is asleep with his cheek pressed against Wedge's chest, Wedge stays asleep. Wedge stays awake, cursing the Force, um, for having, you know, Luke leave him to go search for other Jedi, because they're both just with their second choices right now. Okay, can wow. I narrate this story? Oh my god. <laughs> wow, Meg. 
Those are some fails. It's what I do. Type that up. Well, and I'll, I'll write it as a fit. Great. I'll write um, it as a. I'll put it on my AO3. Yeah, I yes. say make get sick listening party as well. <laughs> um. So my my date night is that Wedge goes to Han's apartment or whatever. He goes to the Falcon, I guess, because he probably lives in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he, Definitely lives in the Falcon. Yeah. And he, he knocks on the ramp door Falcon thing door. and it opens. And Leia walks out and he goes, Oh my god, Leia, I thought you were dead. And <laughs> he he realize he looks down at the bouquet in his hands and is like, Well shit. End scene. <laughs> I almost spat my water out. <laughs> oh, oh my so god. good. Oh, I had to like make a joke with all these actual nice things in here. <laughs> have you guys, have, if you've seen the movie Spaceballs, the part when uh, the, the they spoof Alien and to John Hurt goes, oh no, not again. That's what I imagine Wedge whenever there's a... <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure date night for uh, Han and Wedge starts with a card game, uh, continues with a bunch <laughs> of uh, Karelian whiskey, and ends with them in the brig with Akbar chastising their poor life choices. <laughs> yes, correct. The correct is, is it Stripsabak? Duh. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think that, that was all of us. That was everybody? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Good job, everyone. Thanks. Let's see what our listeners had to say. I will say, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in the turnout this week. <laughs> yeah. But... Maybe it's because you're all still working on your answers and you'll submit them <laughs> later. Yes. Yes. Cook Janik <laughs> said Han and Wedge's bromance date would include a smuggling and snuggling run to Kashyyyk. No more eggplant emoji blocks from Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, but oh like, my god! If there was a book about this, it would totally be called "Smuggling and Snuggling." <laughs> yeah, like a props for smuggling and snuggling. B props for eggplant emoji blocks. <laughs> that is, that's so good. I think this is the first time we've heard a from plus. this username, and I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, I'm looking looking forward to future <laughs> replies. I, I look forward to more creative use of emoji in answers. Yeah. Hassan said, Han and Wedge are talking war stories, love gains and lost, while eating porg steak, Corellian greens, and Merlot. Was this just to hurt yeah. Danny? This was just to hurt Danny. <laughs> Everyone is like super. Why would anyone ever pork. eat Corellian greens? <laughs> <laughs> News of the Galaxy said, Han and Wedge sit around and braid Chewie's hair. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then they watch Die Hard and drink beer. It's really dirty dancing on DVD. <laughs> Beautiful. Did they try to? I bet they try to do the lift. Probably. I've had the time of my life. Oh Han can't do it because he doesn't have the the like, core strength yeah. to maintain it. So then they collapse, and Wedge shifts his weight right. <laughs> 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 Oh, was that supposed to be a euphemism? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Spitfire started her answer off with a compliment from Meg, which I'm going to read out loud because it's true. 
Meg, you do the absolute greatest job of not spoiling the others, and you are just golden. Just kissy emoji. You're brilliant. Oh, thank you. I feel like Spitfire is subtweeting others on the podcast right now. No, I think <laughs> I think I think Spitfire is warming Meg up in the hopes of getting a Glistening Bodhi nomination. Yeah, I mean they might. They had a really good answer that just plays yeah. right to me. I mean the, the the answer is also really good. And the answer is. Han and Wedge playing paintball with the Ewoks on Endor. Can you imagine how fun that would be? Plenty of Wyren's reserve on hand. They're on separate teams, too. Oh my so gosh, so each team fun. captain. Is this like that scene in 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. Awesome. But with Ewoks. Awesome. Oh my gosh. They each have like five little Ewoks on their teams. Oh my gosh. And they're all like doing different strategies. Like oh my Wedge, God. Wedge's strategy is all based on like starfighters and han is more like ground commando types oh my gosh so good now so let's good. be honest han would just be charging in screaming and then... ah! <laughs> yeah the ewoks in this scenario are just like odd job and golden eye oh my gosh <laughs> amazing right <laughs> amazing i love it that that's a very dated reference <laughs> but yeah. golden eye Anyway, Tom the Fanboy said, Wedge and Han escape for a weekend in Space Monaco, or whatever the classy gambling planet in The Last Jedi is. Canto Bite. Canto Bite. They gamble, of course, but mostly play an odd Corellian drinking game where they loudly make outlandish bets, and then whenever someone, usually a droid, exclaims how an astronomi- <laughs> how astronomical the odds are, they both yell, Never tell me the odds! Whichever one of them got the person to mention the odds wins. And the other one buys the next round. However, after a while, they switch from buying the winner drinks to giving them kisses. <laughs> <laughs> this escalates. An unexpected turn. <laughs> Which leads them back to their suite. After, oh, no. each, after, <laughs> each, after each round, they give each other the odds of what they'll do next, and everybody wins. Oh, no! Nice. <laughs> so... A, I want to, like, compliment, <laughs> oh, no. like, I'm trying to think of how many tweets <laughs> were involved in that answer. Yeah. It, uh, Tom the fanboy as... has become our regular <laughs> as multi-tweet responder. Yeah, right. As the person who copied and pasted them all, yes, it was a lot. <laughs> um, Excellent use of threaded tweets, Tom the fanboy. Excellent. This also reminds me of something my, my friends came up with for this book they were writing together called Sex Chicken, which is where they kind of, like, like, hit on each other and like just keep going farther and farther and just keep waiting for the other person to blink and then they don't. I'm pretty sure that was <laughs> an episode, episode of Friends. Except, yeah, 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 they yes. just blink. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, like that. That was a good episode. Except they except they actually like each other. Well, that was a good episode of Friends. That's my favorite episode of Friends. <laughs> Welcome to State of the Squadron where uh, we <laughs> do Friends references. <laughs> and finally Nick said, Wedge waits for Han to die. <laughs> Invites Leia to dinner. Oh no! It's so like concise. Of mine. Oh no! It's so concise and so true. I <laughs> am nominating Nick for Glistening Bodhi because it was just like right to the point, sharp, smart, <laughs> concise, so, so effective. Wait, so wait, while everyone finds out about like Han dying on Starkiller Base, is Wedge like? Peeking around the corner, I'm ready. And being like I'm ready. Finally. That's what he's going to be waiting. doing in the Last Jedi. I've been waiting for this moment for I've been waiting thirty years for this. 
<laughs> he's gonna show up in the briefing room with flowers and leia is gonna be like oh my god this is not the time and, he, and then she's gonna go date uh holdo instead no <laughs> here for it actually yeah i'm wedge down for that Lee had his chance <laughs> wedge no, no, no 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 then no ray ray brings luke back from octo and then wedge is like Hey, you disappeared. I got no, these no. flowers. Definitely for you. <laughs> Nancy, I'm sorry. You've definitely worked... these flowers, not for your sister. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Nancy. You've already worked this out while Ray is trying to give Luke the lightsaber back in front of his I'm, butt. No, there there was a post on Tumblr and my friend linked it to me and said, Did you ghostwrite this post? Because it was the picture of Luke in the hut and Ray outside, like them talking to each other. And the caption was, uh, that this is the scene when Wedge Antilles comes out of the hut with tea and goes, anyone want some tea? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a tangent, sorry. <laughs> well. <laughs> that was Solo Command. That was them. I, that are, was- we, are we giving glistening bodies? I think right, we, everybody we gave a lot of glistening bodies already. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, yeah. I think everybody yeah, gets a everybody. glistening bodie. These are all like Keith gets a, It's an Oprah Keith episode. It's the large glistening bodie. Yeah. Slightly the larger good. glistening yeah. bodie. Oh, amazing. Who gets a glistening board gullet? <laughs> no, that's the bad thing. I know. <laughs> Everyone did great. Everyone did great. I feel like Danny would give Hassan the uh glistening board gullet. <laughs> No, I'm just going to give Hassan a porg, and then he'll feel bad. Oh, uh, glistening porg? No, an actual porg. <laughs> just a regular what is porg. A, what is a, a glistening porg? porg? I mean, they all glisten. Great. Heath, do we have a question for next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we do. I guess so. It's a weird one, but we've got one. <laughs> How are you celebrating Wraith-tober? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can do this better. How about... Oh my god, no, who, what would, slash rave okay, I like this, October. okay, this is fair, oh no, wait, dress up as Halloween, what would they be, oh, uh, that could be part I of feel like, holiday. I feel like yep. that's the, yep. rewind, that's <laughs> we have a question for next week, what would your favorite rogue or wraith dress up as, really, that's what we're calling it, <laughs> we're going with it, we are going it. with it, for wraithoween, oh my god, <laughs> So I quit. I quit. I'm out. It's oh, been that's, real that, that, that's the thing to make you quit. Hollow Rogue, Roguetober, Hollow Wedge. Hollow Wedge is I good. Have, Hollow Wedge is great. I have an answer. Heiko Ween. Oh, t- tweet it at us on Friday, Nancy. <laughs> oh, well, you, sometimes you answer them on the show. That's why I said. Any time for this, it might include a fan art. Yeah. Oh! I might oh, write another fic now that I've tried <gasps> it. I know exactly what mine is going to be. Oh, I think we is just it had the be same the one, Saf. Is it zombie, Saf? Damn oh, it! Don't... <laughs> oh, I was going to draw a picture of it. I need to link them to my Haunting of Rogue One fic that I wrote oh, yes. about a half dozen years ago. Yes, that was a good one. Saf, end this. No. Wait, end them? <laughs> like, like my Lucane's egg. No, the episode. <laughs> Oh, yeah. right, this is me. You were still talking. <laughs> Just end it. Yep. Hit us up on Twitter with your answers at Rogue Podron. 
<laughs> Find us at our website, rogpodron.tumblr.com. Email us, rogpodron at gmail.com, and ask us questions for us, not our guests. I didn't mean to sound so mean with that. Just send us questions, please. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes and the Farfaway Radio feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Feedburner, and Google Play if you also want to listen to other shows. Um, <laughs> Nancy and Brian, take Wait, away with We have an iTunes review. We have an iTunes review? Is that what we those do. three question marks mean? No, I don't know. Um, this <laughs> iTunes review is left on the Far Far Away radio feed, and it is entitled Pew Pew, and there are five stars, <laughs> which means there's enough for all of us, and then one for us to split four ways. Or if you want to yes. include Brian and Nancy, we all get four-fifths of a star, so that's exciting. <laughs> it's by Sean Loftus. Thank you, Sean. And the review says, I'm just here for Rogue Podron. <laughs> <laughs> which, Sean, just so you know, there's there's a feed for that. <laughs> It's the Rogue Podron feed. <laughs> but also extremely same. <laughs> and it's the best review, honestly, that we've gotten, I think. That's the best review that the Firefire Radio feed has ever gotten. Oh my gosh. Salty. Austin, please don't listen to this episode. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Really lovely. Thanks, pal. <laughs> All right, Brian and Nancy, do you want to like your Toshi Station stuff? Uh, yeah, Tashi-Station.net, that's where the blog is and where you can find all our, all of our podcasts. Uh, Tashi Station Radio is our flagship show that Nancy and I do, and we are launching a new podcast this week called The Kanji Cast. It's uh, three Asian fans geeking out over geeky things. And if you like Star Wars books, the latest, latest blah, blah, can't speak. <laughs> the latest episode of the Tashi Station Book Club is about Phasma. So go check that out. <laughs> it's you. It's me. It's me. Great. Well, listeners, that was it for X-Wing Solo Command State of the Squadron. We will really miss our rates, but we're looking forward to come back home to the Rogues for Roguetober. We'll be back <laughs> next week and start with Season 8 with X-Wing Isar's Revenge. And with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash Outtober. Peachover, 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 Peachover. Oh no. Love it. Oh, Oh, that was excruciating. I'm so sorry. That was. That was a thing. That was extremely rogue pottery. We get more po- Rogue Quadrant every season, I think. <laughs> We're sorry. just evolving until our final form. I feel like Ron Bergen you right now. I'm just like <laughs> waiting for you to put the actual words on the prompter for you to <laughs> I'm Ron Bergen. Howard, oh, fuck wow. your rogue padron. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this was. That's not what this word was. <laughs> <laughs>
Danny, that's exactly what I said. You said, <laughs> no, you, you said, you said this. You're broke, <laughs> My rogue Padrid. No, what I meant was, fuck, comma, your rogue Padrid, exclamation point. What a two Lukes and one Han. We already know. That's what I meant. I meant, fuck, your rogue Padrid. <laughs> anyway. I just want to say that, Danny, you fucked yourself in terms of that thing right now. Because you're the bastard who typed that shit. So. He's just going to cut all this out. Perfect. That's great. Well, also, also, Danny, maybe just put it in the bloopers, because it'll be really funny with all the, with all the bleeps. Yeah, it'll be really funny with all the goddamn bleeps. That's also a lot of work for you, so maybe don't do it.